Hello, welcome to the I Want to Meet Nikola Tesla podcast, episode 14. Today I have a very special guest all the way from the United States. Becky, thank you for coming on today. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm great. How are you? Awesome. I'm very well. I'm excited um, to explore uh, a journey I've been on since I've started the carnivore diet about uh, over a year ago. Um, it's changed my life. Um, and um, I've been connecting with people and talking to them to find out uh, what their story is with the carnivore diet. So would you like to tell me about your story of the carnivore diet? Perfect. Yeah, I've been carnivore for about 17 months now. I started in November 2018. I was keto prior to that, um, which I was only keto for probably a couple years prior to going carnivore, but I am very familiar with uh, yo-yoing. I did several diets throughout the years. I've struggled with my weight since... Um, about my early 20s, I was a first-time mom at 21, and I did the whole mentality of typical first-time moms. I ate for two, shot my weight up over 200 pounds. Um, I'm 5'8", so I carried that, you know, very heavily. Um, and I just, from that time on, I've had three, three children, um, and I just, you know, every time I kind of I would get lose some weight and I'd gain it. And then I, you know, try the next diet because that's all they were was a temporary fix. They weren't a lifestyle like carnivore is. And so I'd lose the weight and then I'd gain it back, you know, plus some. And finally in, I, when I went keto in 2016, I lost probably 20 pounds and then I just stuck. So you know, I ended up and plateaued. I tried everything. I tried several different like egg fasts. I tried, you know, just a, a lot of things throughout my keto to try and break that plateau. Extended fasting, intermittent fasting, you know, it didn't work. Um, I stayed right where I was. And so within researching, I found uh, several influencers that were kind of doing Keto carnivore-ish, um, you know, like Thomas DeLauer, uh, Dr. Fit and Fab, which is my homegirl. I'm from Nebraska, so, you know, she's only a couple hours from me. She's a registered OBGYN, and then I ended up in come upon Sean Baker. He was gearing up to do uh, World Carnivore Month in January 2019. So I thought, you know, I'm going to slowly transition into this. I stay keto through the holidays, but kind of pulled back on some of the vegetables starting in, in November 2018. And then so jumped both feet in with Sean, January 2019, and have been carnivore since. Um, Sean started in November of that year of, yeah, of 2019, he started MeetRx. And I believed in the lifestyle. I love the lifestyle. It had so much freedom, food freedom. You know, it's broken me. I was very sugar addicted, um, you know, and that's what kept kind of derailing me on the other things was carbs and sugar. And when I went carnivore, 
that craving for that disappeared. It started going away. And also throughout this time frame of gaining and losing, I ended up and had a complete hysterectomy. So, you know, I ended up not having hormones. They will, I never did uh, hormone replacement therapy because it made me sick. So, you know, it basically put me into surgical menopause, which then ended up become a whole nother gamut of issues um, from cardiac to lung issues to, you know, weight gain again and night sweats, hot flashes, you know, all of that type of symptoms come along with that. And as I progressed through carnivore, all of that started going away. And so that's why I knew, you know, kind of what, what journey I was on, I wanted to stick with. I wanted to make it a lifestyle because I seen those benefits. And when Sean started Meter X, I knew I had to share my story and help others. I've been in the healthcare field um, prior to becoming a stay-at-home mom. I also watched a few kids. And so my passion has always been to help, to help people. And that's why I jumped on to be a meaner ex coach too. So it's definitely going to be a lifestyle that I'm going to stick with. I don't plan on changing. I've gained so many benefits. Wow. That's an incredible story. Thank you so much for <laughs> sharing that. Um, yeah, I can, I can relate to, uh, a lot of it, especially the lifestyle um, aspect of it. I definitely agree with you that it's not just a diet. It's a, it's a lifestyle for sure. And um, there's so much more to it than just, uh, than just eating, than just eating meat. Um, as, cause it's simple, yeah. Cause as simple as you can say, it's just pretty much like you can say, it's just eating meat and drinking water. Um, there's also like so much, uh, so so you like my life has changed in um so many other different ways um and i think you know the things that i hear you saying i'm hearing come up a lot reoccurring a lot uh about about the about people losing weight where the weight starts flying off um and it's it's we all come we all come to carnivore i think from different uh from different our journey all starts from a different place like for me personally uh mine was from like an irritable bowel disease place and mm -hmm. it helped me uh i i think the big thing for me is uh i feel like uh i i call it like my uh my health uh well, I forgot the word I'm looking for now. Um, where I, I'm basically saying is, um, I, I've taken I've taken back my own health. Like I'm not dependent on uh, on, on 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 some medications or yeah, or, yeah. or a healthcare system. Uh, I've re I've regained like my 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 health um, sovereignty is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and so I think more people are becoming more proactive about you know for so long we were, it was basically instilled in us to listen to our physicians, where now as we research and as we do, you know, kind of our own work, we start to be proactive for ourselves and our own health. 
and realized, you know, that some of the symptoms, because I too ended up and had, you know, irritable bowel and, you know, it was just, there was a lot of health issues throughout this, you know, last probably 18 years. And as we, you know, kind of age, we just think that's kind of our normal and, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just getting a little bit older. So this, this must be normal or, you know, bloating or, you know, where until we truly eliminate I call them toxins, eliminate all those toxins, we don't know how good we can feel, no matter at what age, you know, whether we're 20s, 30s, 60s, 70s, I've heard, you know, several stories of all age groups that are improving their health and yeah. taking their health back. Yeah, I, I agree with you, definitely. And it's kind of like up to us as a community uh, and even on an individual level to decide exactly what you're saying, what is it, uh, what does it mean to be um, healthy? Is it like, because uh, I think the, that definition has maybe gotten a bit uh, uh, confused. Because, over the years. Yeah, yeah, the word. Um, because, uh, yeah, like you were saying about, uh, you know, uh, maybe we yeah, with the, the journey we might have with the physician, we might be led to believe that, uh, you know, taking medications um, mm -hmm. and then even then still dealing with pain. And then maybe there's a lot of cases where the side effects of that medication ends up yeah. more medication and it can be uh, a vicious cycle in your whole time. You're going there with the idea that you're, um, you're, you're improving the health, but maybe that definition of good health has maybe become... Um, distorted along the way and i think what i really like about the 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 carnivore community is it's exactly what you're saying we should be we should be living we should be we shouldn't be putting up with pain um living living in pain um that, yeah that that that's that's a big thing for me and i think um i think that's like the important thing that um one of like the core values i see in this community and i hope we we stick to um because i think we're going to grow and as we grow you you've been somewhere that, yeah. that's been there from from early days i think um i mm -hmm. i kind of also got in about a year ago and i i also think people like sean baker there's a lot more i kind of like pioneers joe rogan and a lot of those are yeah um great mm -hmm. people um and uh it's uh i i just kind of i've been talking to other people i've never really been a part of a, a community like this um so i've been talking to some people that have been a part of other communities that have gotten a lot bigger and i kind of say i kind of ask like what what do you think is important um and they they're sort of saying to me that and what i've figured out so far is to is so we don't become like uh almost like a dogma so i'm kind dogma, of thinking yep. i'm thinking what what what's important is to kind of tell people hey look like you know it doesn't hurt like i'm i'm, I'm also saying i'm not telling you don't like ignore your your physician or your doctor i'm just saying look you can this might not try to hurt i mean this might not hurt to try the diet um, see how you feel and if you still want to uh, 
drink your coffee in the morning if you still want to do Absolutely. like whatever i'm not, I'm not going to say you're not a carnivore you're, you're not part of the group yeah. Um, and everyone's journey is different. So, yeah. you know, what I do and what I eat and consume may not be what, you know, the same thing as what you consume or, exactly. I mean, I still drink my coffee in the morning. I don't yeah. have issues with it though. Yeah. So, you know, it, it doesn't bother me for some, it is too acidic for them. So they have to take it out or, you know, some people feel better on all beef. I consume, you know, chicken and pork and almost any type of an animal product yeah and and i do fine where you know so everyone's journey is different and like you said it's not i'm not saying that doctors aren't needed that they're not there you know they're there when we need them but if we can do something good for our own health to better our health and better our journey then like you said why not try it and what i end up and tell people is give it 30 days yeah if you don't feel better in 30 days you know because most people will end up and see the inflammation and their pain go down within that first 30 days yeah i, I think even i think even a lot sooner than that we might see some mm -hmm. improvements but i really yeah, like the I idea heard... of the 30 days yeah what were you going to say sorry I was just going to say, I've heard people end up and say some have lost like the bloating and the inflammation overnight. Some people say it's taken a couple days, but so, I mean, it, it varies on the severity of the ailment that they're trying to heal. Exactly. And we're all, we're all coming from, like you were saying, from a different, uh, all our bodies are different and it depends on what diet we're on currently, what situation we're in currently. Um, it, we're all going to maybe have a different transition period coming onto the diet. And that's where you, the meat RX coaches are really good. I've spoken to some, uh, some people who are also coaches, um, on meat RX and it's like, sounds like you guys are like a superstar team. Um, I just wanted to ask you, um, what do you view as, 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 as your role, uh, as a, as a, as a coach on the meat RX platform? So I that? am a coach. Yeah. I am a coach on MeetRx. I also end up and host several of the meetings, plus co-host alongside some great coaches. Um, we are a very supportive community. We help each other. You know, some people throughout their carnivore journey need that accountability partner. So we also end up, you know, and are there. And it's it's like my second family. You know, I end up and. I can tell you there's, there's people within my meetings that I, I've never met in real life, but I could meet them in real life and I would carry the same conversation on because I, you know, I get to know them on an individual basis, even though we're in a meeting, I can, you know, I can pick up a meeting and I can tell you, you know, about the person, what they've kind of been dealing with. And it's just, a very supportive community because we don't have you know the right and the wrong of you know coaches aren't against each other we agree to disagree like i don't fast fasting doesn't work for me we have another coach that fasting works great for or you know we may have a coach that like i said only does 
you know, a couple animal products and that's, that's fine. You know, we're all in the journey heading towards better health and we're all in N equals one. So, yeah. you know, but as far as the community, it's, it's amazing. We have several great meetings. Like I said, I can, I host, uh, several several throughout it i have like what we call a virtual gym so i get up in the morning i work out we can go because right now we're in quarantine yeah. so people aren't able to get out and go to the gym you know they're not seeing other people work out and they're just kind of not having that there again accountability partner yeah so i end up and i do the virtual gym meeting and then i have a weight loss meeting but we have meetings for diabetes, emotional, mental health, uh, anxiety, eating disorders. I mean, that's just to name a few. We have, you name a meeting and we probably have it. Wow. Yeah, it's really growing. And even though we are, we are growing and we're growing in numbers, we're still that small environment atmosphere, you know, where we're, you know, not nitpicking each other or like you said there's no one right way it's if it worked for you great rock it exactly i i i really like that i really like that like like i was saying it comes back to that idea that that that's what makes me excited about the carnival community is the fact that like our priority is kind of like our health first and then it's kind of like whatever way you get to feeling better um it's just like awesome like uh yeah. we, we want to hear about it um and I, I i like that openness and i'm really excited for the meet rx uh platform the the thing that i'm super excited about is um there's because there's so many people who um who just need like you were saying just uh uh, maybe even though all of this stuff is like, we've had some amazing, like, uh, people create like content for free and there's all this information Mm -hmm. that's out there. I understand for some people it it, it can be a little bit overwhelming and like, uh, it, it can make all the difference in the world just to, just to have someone, uh, be there, uh, for your journey, which I think, um, Mm -hmm. is what, what you can do with a coach. And the cool thing is, is it's kind of like, well, even if someone from Australia like me um, needed some help, like there's nothing stopping me from uh, connecting with you, is it? No, we are around the world. We have people, we have, we actually have several from Australia that are on our platform. We've got people in Croatia, Netherlands, uh, United States, Canada. I mean, there we're we're everywhere. We've we're definitely worldwide. So, wow, yeah, it's incredible when you think about how many people uh, <laughs> around the world are uh, are connecting. It's uh, it's really amazing. Um, uh, I and it's yeah, it, 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 connecting around this idea. And I still feel like there's so much um, re- like we, there's still so much. Uh, research and like uh to be done i still feel like we're in the early days in terms of um the the amount of like uh actual studies that have been done um i i know recently i saw from actually uh i heard that the 
they're doing like a study on from Harvard, Harvard. and anyway, yeah, yeah, maybe you can tell me a little bit more about that if you if you if yeah. You so know. they just ended up and released the. They're doing a survey, um, putting together, compiling a bunch of information on people that have been carnivore for a while. If they have lab work, great, but that is optional. Um, so if you don't have lab work and you've been carnivore for a while, you can still do the survey, but, and it goes into different percentages. So, you know, if you do still consume coffee or say you consume an avocado on your journey, you know, and you only consider yourself maybe like 90% carnivore, you can still fill it out. You know, it has a section in there where it asks you those questions. So we're just there's really no studies based on the carnivore lifestyle so getting this study out there getting this study published you know is definitely going to help bring carnivore more mainstream yeah you know and like you said you know we are growing throughout the community not just with our meter x granted our meter x is growing um, and Sean's done amazing with that, but I know there's several people that contributed to the Harvard study. So there is, there's several places where you can go to fill out the Harvard study. There's a couple of Facebook or a Facebook group. And then, um, obviously it's on our platform as well. Cool. Yeah. I think I'm really excited for, hopefully that can be a foundation for, um, seeing more, more studies um about about carnivore because uh yeah i i think it's inevitable with the um with the with the amount of stories we're just hearing um from from people uh having positive impacts on their life it's just kind of like we it, it's it's gonna i feel like the momentum's increasing and it's kind of like we 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 have to um figure out what what's going on here because that's part of um me asking myself uh, this question because I've been dealing with the IBD for the better most part of the last decade and it's kind of like uh, kind of uh, I also have a feeling of like wow how come like it's so simple I, I could have avoided <laughs> so much like pain yeah. and like uh, so so much stuff if I just known like 10 years ago like uh, something like I, yeah go on I, I think people try to overcomplicate it. Like you said, it is just as simple as, you know, eat your animal product, drink your water, but people try to overthink it and make it out harder than what it truly is. I mean, we have several pages on success stories of various people that have done, you know, the lifestyle for, whether it be, you know, addictions or gut health or, you know, whatever skin condition, you know, whatever ailments they're dealing with, we have pages of success stories. So even just getting on the platform and seeing those would almost give anyone hope to try. Exactly. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And there's it, the 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 fact now with the like we were kind of touching on before where like people are connecting all over the world and like the it's never been so easy for information the information to spread um and that's that's what that's what makes it um 
exciting for me. Um, and like, it goes back to, um, it is simple, isn't it? Um, yet it, it might still sound very scary for, for people maybe who are overwhelming. Yeah. Who are not, uh, you know, I, I think maybe I've been talking to people about their journeys and I think, uh, maybe we, I'm going to call it like, maybe we live in a little bit of a, I'll call it like a carnivore bubble where it's kind of like, yay, we eat steaks every day. And like, um, uh, it's, it's really fun, but maybe, maybe that sounds, maybe that idea, um, is, is really scary to people. Um, for me, I, I'm talking about my personal transition. I, cause I had like this background in IBD. I, I've always been sort of conscious with diet and I've always sort of like, restricted my carbs and sugar and things so transitioning to the carnivore diet yeah it was a bit of a um like it was a bit like strange for me but uh after a couple of months it just felt like uh like so natural um second nature type. yeah exactly um and it's almost like yeah um now i'm at like a totally different perspective but i can understand how it is for for, for people who are maybe new and, and look at it as something very, even radical is probably a good way yeah. to, to, to explain and, it. And there are some people that, you know, end up and do see it kind of opposite end of the spectrum as, you know, like vegans being at one end and carnivore being at the other, but knowing that, you know, we're not out here saying, oh, all you can eat is a ribeye, you know, that's definitely not how I coach either. I understand that, you know, people definitely, even though I'm, you know, at point Z, I got to remember, you know, that everyone's starting at a level, you know, so they need to end up and transition through and what, you know, I can't expect them to start where I'm at now. I didn't start where I'm at. You know, I, I use different steps to get where I am in my journey. So definitely end up and that's one thing I think people anyone that is trying the lifestyle also needs to think you know if, if they're coming from a high plant-based diet they may end up and have a bunch of oxalates that they're dealing with or you know if they're coming from a standard American diet where they're consuming more carbs more you know sugar they may end up and have a little bit of an adaption phase that they have to deal with going into, you know, a carnivore and not able to do it all right away either. So yeah. it's definitely yeah, something yeah. you need to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, that can definitely be a, a, a transition period. Um, and but it's like there's there's like there's so many resources as well. And like another mm -hmm. thing, we keep on I keep on thinking there's also like the meet rx platform which is like super affordable and easy um it's 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 never been um it, it it's it's incredible it's never been um it's never been easier um to take uh the i call it the i really like the word health sovereignty like because that that was something that i i remember when i felt that carnivore freed me of my uh the medications i was taking for my ibd and like uh they were, they were they were pretty serious medications like i had to give my they're like the uh 
biological ones where I had to I had to give myself like a needle every every two weeks and then like when I when I had when I yeah when I was free of doing that it was like wow I feel like you know I I it's like I'm more in control of my own body and like more independent and like it was like something that it was a feeling like more than like money could buy um and I can't like I can't I can't like um I can't like uh, undersell that enough. As a, a carnivore zen, you know. Yeah. We just have more of a like homeostasis. Not, you know, we just feel more balanced. We feel more at peace and almost the zen, you know. Yeah, I really um, like that. Come over us, and you know, going back to when you were talking about the resources and stuff. MeterX is actually right now doing a for new members uh, free month so they can jump in you know and I always tell people if you jump in and you don't want to end up and be you know on camera on you know speaking on the meeting just listen because even listening to the stories listening to what people are going through and even though you're not verbally communicating having that like-minded atmosphere mm. helped tremendously. You know, that's something I didn't have initially was this platform. Um, and then of course, you know, yeah, we have our coaching that is less than $20 for yeah. a session. So it's very affordable, but you know, just getting, getting in there and having the resources. Cause we do have, you know, research articles, some people like more of like the scientific database, you know, um, whether it be on cholesterol or, you know, whatever, we have those articles built within our platform too, so they can reference that. Um, it's just yeah. wealth of information. Yeah, we, we, all, we all have different like approaches, don't we? Some of us maybe mm -hmm. are more uh, inclined to, to like maybe yeah like scientific uh, sort of like documents that explain things to us and some of us it's just enough to hear a story of uh, yeah. someone who we can relate to maybe in a similar condition to us and maybe that's the thing that makes the, the light bulb switch in our head um, and yeah that that th it, having those sort of different uh, I'll call them like on ramps for people is, uh, is great. Um, and I want to go back to what you were talking about, like the Zen, the carnivore Zen. Um, cause that's something that I can definitely relate to. And that's like, I, I view that that's a big part of the carnivore lifestyle. And for me, it's like, uh, heaps in heaps of different, uh, in heaps of different ways. I, I definitely feel more mentally clear. Um, and, and you, you also hear all the stories about people, how it's helped so many people with like depression um, and uh, anxiety. Um, and another part of my lifestyle that uh, it's also helped is going to the, going to the grocery store. And I, I, I never, I never <laughs> liked grocery shopping, wandering around. It a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure, <laughs> figuring out like, what are you going to, what are you going to get? And it's like, kind of like a, a reoccurring thing that like I always always talk to my guests about is like when, when you're carnivore and you just you're in and you're out you go 
you, uh, it kind of gives you a different perspective on on the grocery store and how it's arranged and all of and and and, and all the other aisles of stuff that you're just ignoring that that's called food. I mean, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely ends up and makes it a lot quicker. And, you know, I don't, like I said, I keep a variety. So I don't worry about, you know, I guess as long as I have meat in my freezer, I don't plan a menu out. I don't have to make sure I have ingredients. If I'm hungry for beef, I go for beef. If I'm hungry for, you know, a pork steak or chicken, then that's what I pull out. You know, I just, I don't have to make anything, you know, and make sure I have a bunch of ingredients and chop up vegetables. Now, granted, my family isn't carnivore. So, you know, I, I do end up and cook for them, but for myself, you know, it's my meat, and my air fryer, and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing, speaking about family and friends, I mean, I remember when I, um, when I started, uh, carnivore just telling some family and friends some of the things i encountered was like uh uh i want to call it some resistance um push back yeah yeah and it's like uh <laughs> i'm not saying i think it comes from a good place people mean well and like it's just kind of like these ideas that we've we've been brought up with that have been passed down from generation to generation i'll call them myths essentially mm -hmm. that we just mm -hmm. believe without questioning um and that idea is the one about the balanced diet you've got to have your vegetables um and so if someone is maybe yeah thinking about coming into carnivore yeah what, how, what what would you say to them about how to deal with maybe possibly some of those questions so it is definitely tough i understand my family you know was the same way they thought i needed my vegetables thought i needed my fiber but as long as you do what's best for you i i don't try to force them to eat my way um i just lead by example you know i i get up i work out i eat my animal products so i just i don't try to force it on upon any of my family if they want to eat vegetables but just being that self-advocate again you know being truly just doing it for you and once you feel the benefits others will see it too you know yeah. so leading by example is is my biggest thing yeah i agree with that 100 percent because it's uh our health is all our own personal journey and it's not like uh it's not it's not something you can like really prove in an argument to someone or, or a debate to say uh, i feel good it's just something you can have um internally and i agree with you 100 percent about uh le leading by example i think that's really important and i think that's the same idea that uh it's kind of like when when you're gonna uh, go look for some help from someone you want to go get some um, help from someone who 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 is healthy um, the same thing like I, I, the example I use is like you're not going to go get financial advice from someone who's 40 years old and maybe living with their parents yeah <laughs> um, and I, I kind of I kind of noticed that uh, especially in the carnivore diet community we, we have some excellent uh, 
role models that definitely uh, lead by example. Um, Sean Baker being a great example of that. Um, and what do you what do you think are maybe some uh, challenges or some 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 something that uh, that you that you think um, uh, as as we grow we might encounter encounter in in, in the carnivore community? Well, I mean, you know, some of some of the challenges are getting more physicians on board. Um, we do have several within the platform. We have our physicians portal so there are physicians that are coming around to it but for so many years you know physicians were taught the standard american diet food pyramid plus you know they're they're kind of paid or how do i put it reimbursed by the pharmaceutical company yeah you know they get kind of a kickback from yeah. the pharmaceutical so to get them adjusted over and addressing nutrition you know, there's times where I went to a physician for, you know, whatever ailment I went for, but rarely did they end up and ask me what I was eating. Yeah. You know, they didn't get to the root cause. They were like, oh, so you, you know, you're having bowel issues. Well, here, take this prescription. Well, you know, so I think getting that part adjusted is going to be a challenge. Otherwise, just, you know, the more people that I think are doing the lifestyle, the less of a challenge it'll be. Yeah. As, so I, I don't know. I don't know that we'll have much challenges going through because we are such a bonded community. Yeah. You, you know, um, we, I agree. we support one another versus fight against each other. Exactly. And I, I agree. I agree with that, uh, with that viewpoint you have, because it's definitely, uh, it's definitely easy to maybe get into a mindset where we feel like we're up against very big and powerful forces. Um, and maybe allocating our resources to fighting that directly, like you were saying, like, because the incentive structures in a lot of the pharmaceutical and maybe health in, uh, health industry uh, just isn't there, and um, maybe fighting that directly uh, can be maybe not the best allocation of our resources. And I agree with you. The best thing is uh, comes back to just leading by example and just being like, "Look, I feel good. I feel healthy," um, and being supportive for the the people who are part of the community um, and just uh, being for when people are ready to step in, just being ready to take them on board and, mm -hmm. and, um, and just taking it one step at a time, I think is super important because that's the case for us all on an individual level. And I think as a, as a community, that's pretty much um, the best approach to have as well. Just taking it one step at a time and, um, dealing with those growth pains as they come and I, I'm really excited for it because I, 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 I'm of the belief that it's inevitable that, uh, that this uh, community is going to grow uh, a lot because yeah health is uh, now more than ever very uh, very important to be healthy, feel healthy, have a strong immune mm -hmm. system. Um, yeah that's uh, that's um, 
yeah, that's it. I'm really excited. Um, I think we've like covered everything. Is there anything else that you would like to share or, or touch on? Um, I don't think so. You know, doing studies like this uh, that we have going with Harvard right now will also help help us, you know? Yeah, I definitely so, think so. I definitely think it's like a, a great foundation for more studies. And just, <laughs> it's just kind of like the name Harvard, isn't it? It's like... Uh, <laughs> It's it's good for our uh, uh, our PR, isn't it? Because yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um, it adds some maybe some legitimacy. Maybe when you can um, talk to someone next time you're talking with your family and friends about carnivore, um, being able to drop that name reference it. Yep, certainly doesn't hurt. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, and yeah, if there's any anything else you wanted to share or touch on, or if you maybe wanted to let us know how people could connect with you, um, yeah, you get the last word. Thank you very much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to share my story. You know, I am at the point where I want to shout the story from the rooftop. So yeah. I, I honestly think it can help people. Um, I'm on social media as Becky Niles carnivore and EO. Um, I also have my website that is Becky Niles carnivore and EO.com. Um, so like I said, I, it's, I'm on Instagram. I have my website. My website also has links to all my social media under the connect page so they can connect with me from there as well.